The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house. Sideline. Pylon. Touchdown. And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11. And head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. Our merch is back. We finally got some Punt and Pass hats back in stock. Shout out to the supply chain. So head over to Punt and Pass, check out the locker room, which is where you can buy your Punt and Pass merch that our picks up there, our YouTube page, which just continues to rock and roll, puntandpass.com. Check it out. How about this? What an episode we have today, Aaron. Obviously, we're previewing the national championship game between Alabama and Georgia, part five of the Kirby Smart versus Nick Saban era. And we have a very special guest joining us midway through the show, the GOAT, Herschel Walker. Yeah, buddy national champion, Heisman Trophy winner, the greatest running back in the history of college football. Herschel Walker joins the pod coming up here in a little bit, so we are thrilled that Herschel is going to make his punt and pass debut. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by Prize Picks. We love Prize Picks. What a huge weekend for Prize Picks coming up, and what does that mean? A huge weekend for you. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code PUNT. Last weekend of the regular season in the NFL, the college football playoff national championship game, college basketball, NBA, NHL, PGA Tours out in Hawaii. You can do cross-sport entries. You can 10X your winnings. It's simply the best. All you have to do, pick if your favorite players are going to go over or under their fantasy score projection or a single stat projection and cash in big time. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. We love our friends over at Prize Picks. Check them out on social media at prizepicks, prizepicks.com. Murray, um, I know you have just been doing everything under the sun from the media side. I've been on a ton of interviews this week as well. Ooh. It's fun. I'm confused. Georgia, Alabama, part five. We'll dive into it. Where are you at right now from a mental first standpoint? Off. So I am, golly, you know what sucks is every interview, because I'm I am clumped into this Georgia, Alabama, you know, fiasco of Georgia not being Alabama because yeah. I didn't beat Alabama in 2012. Yeah. So everyone always every year this happens, and every time Georgia plays Alabama, this will continue to happen. Is I I get a bajillion calls and interviews, obviously ones to 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 break down the game, but to talk about 2012. 
Yeah. And you know, what, what, why is it so hard to beat Alabama and, and what's going on with Georgia versus Alabama and why can't Georgia beat Alabama and you didn't beat Alabama. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm not sick of it. Cause I, I I'll say this. I love talking football. Yeah. It was one of the most exciting games that I was ever a part of. It was, it was freaking awesome, but it will be good once Georgia does beat Alabama, we're going forward in 2022 when these teams face once again for the national championship, I won't get a call saying, Hey, talk to me about 2012. Yeah. Because it's over at that point. It's done. All these losses, the national championships, the SEC championship games, those are then now in the past. We can move past them. We can move on and we can just focus on the fact that Georgia finally beat Alabama. They won the big one. And everyone from Jake Fromm and myself and, and everyone part of those 18, 17 and 2012 teams and, 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 and beyond can finally put that behind us and just Golly. move the frick on. So fingers crossed, man. Cause I've talked about that game. I don't know, like 200 times this week already. Like my, <laughs> my calendar right now, Drew, look at my, I'm going to show you. Please. Zoom. I don't know if, can you see this? It's too bright. Oh right. my goodness. Up. That's today or is that all week? This is all week. Oh man. That looks like a nightmare of a schedule. And that's oh. all you talking about losing the 2012. Yeah, and SEC that is just me losing the 2012 <laughs> SEC championship game. Every oh single one of them. God, that I am brutal. I am gonna be my I mean it's been like straight teen honey like five times a day uh this week. So I, I said no more calls after like today, today I think. Yeah, yeah I think like I told Sharon, like, we need to go to dinner on Saturday night. You, me, and I'm leaving my phone at home. What about me? Am I invited? No, you're not invited. <laughs> you're not. You know what I, I love, think, though? Uh, you I, and I will be getting dinner and drinks in, in right. Indy. She's not coming to Indy, so I got to do something with her on Saturday. Right. We're no phone, no distractions. Awesome. Awesome. You know what I think? Like, it's very reminiscent. I mean, I'm old enough. I know you are, too. Like, when the Red Sox finally won the World Series, when they got over the hump against the Yankees, and then it was, like, on, right? Red Sox dynasty started. There was no worries once they got into the playoffs. If they were in the World Series, it was there to win. There was no more talk of a curse. Do you put anything into the Atlanta Braves having won the World Series to maybe have ended the Georgia sports curse this year? And Aaron, I thought about one thing last night. We need to reach out to our boy Jock Peterson and have him write this team a damn note. I mean, Jock Peterson obviously became massively popular by saying, hey, this team has what it takes. We are those MFers, as everybody remembers. Jock needs to do that for the Georgia Bulldog football team because the psyche, just the the constant nonstop. You're boys trip. with him. You're boys with him now. Come on, okay. Drew. We, we should holler at Alex Wood. That's what we need to do. A Wood, get your boy Jock to write a public letter. I thought you were hanging out with Jock. I was. was just the game. Cool. Yeah, Jock, come on. You Jock got the relationship. Have no idea who I am. Jock Go have slide no into those DMs, Drew. It's for I the should. dogs. Go slide in the DMs. Come on. How about Don't this? be scared. Let's start talking about this game. Saw this statistic last night from our boy Ross Dallinger over at Sports Illustrated. He tweets out, I'm digging into some UGA Bama statistics. They've played 240 minutes of football in their last four meetings, the 2017 National Championship game, the 2018 SEC Championship game, in the regular season in 2020, then the 2021 SEC Championship game. Georgia has either led or been tied for 171 of those 240 minutes that is 71% of the time, and they are 0-4. That's not a statistic that you want to hear. No, 
No, no, no, no, no, no, In those first two games, the 2017 National Championship game and the 2018 SEC Championship game, they led for 99% of those two games, and they did not win either. This is time. Right? We led. We led a lot for the 2012 game too. I want to. I would love to that. know the stats. How, talk to me about that game. I don't really remember what happened in that 2012. So we we we, we got I'm first. Blo- we got first blood. We got first blood. I think they might have had the lead heading into halftime. Then we took the lead. Fake punt, uh, blocked field goal. Yeah, we took the lead in the third quarter and kind of had it for a while. So I think we had the lead for the first heading into the second. They finished up on top. Then we took it back in the third pretty much had it through the majority of the third and most of the fourth until about midway to about five minutes to go. So, I mean, we, we, we had the lead 60% of the time, I would think somewhere yeah. around there in that yeah. game versus Bama. But I mean, it's, it's, it, we always say it, you, you can, and, and we had the psyche too. I'm not kidding. Like when Alec blocked that field goal and took it, house Ogletree, it. house it, you could see on the sideline, Everyone was thinking of Miami Beach. I mean, it, it was like you could you could look at everyone's like face, this. and I'm not gonna lie, I, I felt a little bit too. I was like, "Holy sh! We're about to go to the Natty." But that's not a bad thing to feel. No, I mean, right? it's like, not. Yeah, just but finish the drill. Just, yeah, but you just can't you can't feel like that first Bama. It's it's like no 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 no. Like you cannot feel good until there is zero 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 on the clock, and you get more points than they do. I will say this. I think one of the best situations heading into this weekend with all that talk, with all of the Georgia can't beat Alabama talk, with all of the Kirby can't beat Nick Saban talk, the best case scenario is to do it for a national championship game, right? Because if you were to do it for an SEC championship, then maybe Georgia doesn't win the national championship. It's like, okay, you beat Bama, but – if you do it in the regular season, like Texas A&M did, but then Texas A&M doesn't even make the playoff, much less the SEC championship game, it's like, okay, but Georgia and Kirby Smart had the opportunity to put the nail in the mm-hmm. coffin. Boom, signed, sealed, delivered. We beat Alabama. We're national champions. We are done with this shit. I, I really do think that's the type of psyche this team has. You have to believe that they – are totally focused. I think Nicobe Dean was talking about smelling salts, right? Like that ass whooping in the SEC championship game was like taking smelling salts. We were kind of in a malaise. We were whooping up on a bunch of teams. We got our teeth kicked in, refocus, go down to Miami, absolutely slaughter Michigan onto the next giant. So going into the game, Aaron, let's just talk about, I want to start with high level psyche of the players this week i would assume that they leave for indy today or tomorrow i don't know you might know it's friday they're morning not, they're, right not, now. they're not spending the whole week there right no they're, but i thought not, you might get it an extra day because it's an i would think like maybe 48 hours maybe okay. 72 hours I, I so saturday morning I, they leave i haven't seen yeah i you know they did you know when they left for miami they're posting videos on all their social medias about being on the plane and taking off and i've i've yet to see that so i, I do not believe they are in indy uh because i just don't know obviously the weather's crap. You don't want to go up there and practice. And, Oh yeah. And yeah, I don't know how do you, I don't know how you would, I mean, you'd have to, you know, kind of manipulate timing between you and Alabama when it comes to getting in Lucas oil to practice. So I think both teams are probably like, Hey man, let's just, you know, be in Alabama, being in Athens and, and in Tuscaloosa and Athens and just practice in our own indoors, not have to yeah. worry about sharing a stadium and spies in the stadium, watching practice and taping practice and all that crap. So yeah, I think it's, you know, there, there's no rush to get to Indy. 
The weather stinks. I don't think there's any, you know, real activities for these players to do. Like Miami, like they went on like fun cruises. Oh, yeah, it's bowl week. It, yeah, it's bowl week. It's a little bit more fun. This is a different mindset. And I don't think there's like this big media day, just like last week, media days were canceled. Oh yeah. Everything was done via zoom. Yeah. So there's no media day. So you don't need to be there for that. There's no events to do. So you don't need to be there for that. So, and shoot, Nick Saban didn't let them do anything. Like their team took a vote before the game in Dallas and the seniors came to Nick and said, we're, we're in lockdown. Like we're not leaving the hotel. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, wow. I want to say this out loud because I think you would totally agree. Like everybody's obviously talking about the rematch. Georgia just got whooped up on 37 days ago. It wasn't mm-hmm. even close. George obviously thinking about that. George obviously focused on revenge. George obviously correcting what they did wrong. Hey, we can't do this in the national championship game. Alabama's players and the coaching staff 100% are not overly confident that they're just going to go in there and whoop George's ass again, right? Is there a hesitancy in the game plan of Alabama? Is there a hesitancy in the locker room at Alabama, Aaron, of like, God, we're about to catch these guys best. We need to be on our A game. Like, like what is that situation like when you were so dominant four weeks prior and now you know it's not going to be like that on Monday night? Well, I, I do agree with like Nicobe. Like it was good. They they need a wake up call. And I'm still concerned about the condition for, for Georgia, the conditioning. Like that to me, that's still my biggest worry. And someone just you know, 60 minutes of ball. Yeah. Like I said this the other day on a radio station, someone's like, oh, you know, then then why does you know all the workouts and conditioning prep, you know, practice and, and spring and fall camp, like then that doesn't matter, I guess, Aaron. I'm like, no, it does matter. Like it can get you there, but there's still nothing that gets you fully ready for a football game besides playing football. Yeah. Like we're, I'm not in peak shape the first game of the season. Like I guys usually don't peak out till game three or four. Like that's when you're in your best shape and then you're ready to go to play four quarters for the rest of the season. Like you can do all the wind sprints you want, but until you're actually getting hit in the mouth over and over and over again for 60 minutes, like that is a different type of shape, man. So I just, to me, once again, the, the, I think I said on the show after the, the game versus Michigan, I was really hoping for, for my own sake too, because I wanted a good game to be entertained. I wanted a close four quarter game versus Wolverines. Yeah. I think Georgia needed it. They needed yeah. a game where they had a physically and mentally stress for four quarters because they've only had that twice this year versus Clemson and versus Bama. And Bama has had it over and over and over and over again. I think to me, that is my only worry heading into this game is once again, I'm afraid come third, fourth quarter, you're going to see a team that, that may be a little bit tired compared to Alabama, where I don't think like they, they've played four quarters of ball all year. Yeah, they really have. 90% of their games, they've had to play for four quarters in order to win. And I think that is what benefited the most come that game in Atlanta. And that w- might be the deciding factor come this national championship as well. So I don't think it's a psyche thing. I don't think our, our players right now for Georgia have a mindset of this is Bama. We're scared. I truly believe that they believe that they're better. Like they think that, okay, you you got the Heisman trophy winner. You got Will Anderson, you got Jamison. Like maybe you got like two or three positions that are really good. And, and, And yes, those are key positions, but from a comparing roster to roster, entire offense, offense and defense to defense, we have the better football team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
I've done a lot of interviews too. I, I think that they believe that as well. And they should. If you look at paper, if you look at the entire stack of data that you get from a, a 13 or 14 game season that they've already both played. And here's what I've heard a lot. If you look at the whole, Georgia's better than Alabama. Mm-hmm. If you break it out and you say, what are the two most important key factors when winning championships? Oftentimes it's the quarterback and the head coach, our buddy Cole Kubelik. I heard him on the radio. He's like, guys, I've gone back and forth, back and forth. Obviously he's on in Birmingham. He says, I'm making my decision, my game prediction based on the quarterback and the head coach. And that would lead me towards Bama, Nick Saban and Heisman trophy winning quarterback, Bryce Young. He's like, you know, argue with me if you want. That is where my decision lies. That is where I am going. And I said, uh, you know, he's got a point. He does. He has a point. But saw a great tweet yesterday from Stake Shapiro, former radio host at 680 Now on Atlanta Eats. And he said, everybody who keeps saying Stetson Bennett can't beat Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett can't beat Nick Saban, slow your roll. Two Mm -hmm. great, great comparisons, really three in total, to give everybody some perspective. Eli Manning beat Tom Brady, an undefeated New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick for a Super Bowl. Then he comes back and beats Tom Brady and Bill Belichick again. And then Nick Foles and Doug Peterson beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, the vaunted New England Patriots for Super Bowl. It is possible, right? And Georgia has the horses around Stetson, and Kirby has the collective data of success Mm -hmm. while his time at Georgia to get this across the finish line. I really do believe if Georgia was even up 35 to nothing with four minutes left in the fourth quarter, Georgia fans still would not be 100% confident that they're going to win this game, but things are going to be different. This is really, possibly, Aaron, the best situation, and I said that before the SEC championship game. You talked me into being overly confident heading into that game, and for good reason. But with the rematch, Right. And with getting your teeth kicked in 37 days prior and with being able to get refocused, refine your confidence against Michigan and set up for a neutral site matchup in Indianapolis against Alabama. Once again, I don't know if you could draw up a better situation for Georgia. No, I say you that really, yep. really meaning, meaning meaningfully. No. Well, for going back to steak, I love the, I love what he said. And, and, and I joked yesterday, but it's true. I mean, steak and I don't always see eye to eye. So that <laughs> yeah. was, uh, the, yeah. you know, first time that we've actually been on the same page with this one. You know, I got complete faith in Stetson first off. I think, you know, we, we can dive into this after our, our chat with Herschel a little bit more. But I think, you know, I think we're in a good spot at that position because I've yeah, had, yeah. you know, the question asked all week and we've touched on it briefly at times. Like if he comes out there and, and plays bad, you know, what what does Kirby do? Um, you know, I, I'm not anticipating that, though. Like I'm not even going to put that in the universe. Like, I do not anticipate Stetson going out there and crap in the bed in the no. first half. I think he's more than ready and capable to to go win a national championship. It's going to be a really, to me, this is, this, these are the best two teams in the country. No and, doubt. And you've seen Alabama this year, uh, a handful of times when they've shown up, they're, they're, they're dominant. I mean, Miami, uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi state, SEC championship game uh, last week for Cincinnati. I mean, they were just kind of in cruise control and you're like, man, this seems really good. Like they are a dominant football team. We all knew that just because it's not Nick Saban's best team he's ever had does not make this team elite. They are elite. Uh, and they're playing at that level right now. And, and if they play like they did in those, those five games this season, 
you know, they, they could win once again. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Obviously yeah. they beat Georgia in Atlanta. So this is going to be two heavyweights going at it. I think it's going to be a close football game. And um, like I said, I mean, we're about to have Herschel on right now, so we can get a little bit more about the details afterwards, but I'm, I'm freaking pumped. I'm ready to get to Indy and freeze my Me ass too. off and have a good time. Absolutely. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Speaking of national championships, let's talk to one guy who has won a national championship at the University of Georgia, who has won a Heisman Trophy. He's the GOAT. He's the best. Herschel Walker. None other than Herschel Walker. Here he is. Let's bring him. Number 34, Herschel Walker, punt and pass debut. All right, pleased to welcome in our very special guest on this national championship preview episode of Punt and Pass. Aaron, we have the GOAT in tow. That's right, number 34, Herschel Walker, at Herschel Walker on Twitter. Go ahead and follow him if you don't know him and you live underneath a rock, (laughs) at Herschel Walker on Twitter. Herschel. What's up, my man? Thanks so much for being here. It's National Championship Week. Aaron and I have talked about this game all week. I'm sure you have as well. Part five, Kirby versus Nick Saban. Part five, Alabama versus Georgia for meaningful football games. And this one is for it all, a national championship, which you have won. So thank you so much for being Uh, here. Well, I know you guys are very welcome. I'm looking forward to it. I think this is a big weekend. And and I hate to say it because I don't want people to think that I'm lying, but yeah, I predicted that uh, these two teams would meet up in the championship. So, uh, and they're, they're, they're here. So Herschel, what, did you ever play Bama back in your day at Georgia? What's, what's your record versus the Crimson uh, Tide if you did? You know, so funny, uh, we didn't play Bama when I was there. And what was interesting is people don't know this is uh, I, I think my freshman year, Bama and I, because, you know, we didn't really have the playoff system, but Bama and I tied for number one and they they really? went to the judge and they voted and i think we ended up winning out over bama but i think that was a tie between bama and uh and georgia and i think we ended up winning out and that's how we won a national championship that's how alabama you know they stay they'll tell everybody they have 18 19 20 national championships <laughs> like two of them were in world war ii where they weren't supposed to count well, a couple of the count, other ones though. were ties where they weren't supposed to count but they'll of course tally it on there and say they have as many or more than anybody in the nation. You know, so much is being talked about, Herschel. Georgia can't get over the hump. Kirby can't beat Nick Saban. Uh, You know, the best situation for Georgia in a long time was in the SEC championship game, and they fell flat on their face. What is the psyche of this team? What is the mentality of the coaching staff trying to pick this team back up? Because they were broken after the SEC championship game, and now they get another shot. Well, I, I think people, and you guys understand this, and I think people need to realize that going into the SEC championship game, Georgia had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. They absolutely had nothing to lose, so they did eat that rat poison. They ate that rat poison that Nick Saban talks about, and Alabama had everything to lose because, you know, if they had lost that game, that would have been totally devastating for them. 
So I think Georgia came into that game. And to be honest with you, I look at the game, and I think if people look at the game, I said, I wonder where that game's so vanilla. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. uh, you saw the defense making mistakes. When have you seen that defense make it the type of mistakes they were making in that game? And I said, I don't, I'm not sure if, uh, and I don't think no one goes into a game to lose, but I don't know whether the coaches said, we're going to meet it up with them again. So we don't want to show them everything right now. And in the Michigan game, I think people saw then that Georgia got a very good team. Mm-hmm. You know, Michigan got a good team. And mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the telling story here. I, I think they, there's no doubt the SEC, everybody want to win the SEC, but Alabama won it. But the biggest title is coming up this Monday, Monday night. That's the biggest title. And I think Georgia will win it because I don't think this team is intimidated. This team is not intimidated. And I know this team, like, like I would be, I would be totally, totally upset. Somebody hit me in the mouth. Uh, I'm going to get him back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Herschel, to me, when I watched the game in Atlanta, I just felt like at times, same thing, maybe a little bit vanilla, but also I felt like some of the guys might have made the game bigger than what it was. Like, felt like they had to do more because they're in the SC championship game, because they're facing Bama. And and, and I saw more mental mistakes where guys – just like in man coverage, decide to leave their man because they feel like they need to go double someone else. Like, just, just stay on your man, like do your job. Talk about like that mentality in a big game of just still doing the little things right. And not thinking that you have to be Superman in order to win a football game like this. Well, uh, you're a hundred percent correct. And I think I tell uh, everyone, I said, just look back at the game. When have you seen that defense make has so as total all those mental mistakes you don't make those mental mistakes. That's one thing Kirby, Coach Smart, do not do is have the guys making mental mistakes or you don't play. Those guys made a lot of mental mistakes. You had receivers running wide open. They didn't know how to line up sometime. And, and you know, you never seen that, not this late in the season. So I, I think that everybody wanted the game so bad that they were out there trying to do more than what they should do. And they got to realize this is a team. And they got to realize this coming Monday night is 60 minutes. Guys, mm-hmm. Alabama going to get the upper hand at some time. There's no doubt. You're not going to go out there and just dominate a team. Sometimes they're going to get the upper hand, but you got to get the majority of them. And I really think this is going to boil down to the defense. Uh, Alabama defense against our offense, meaning our offense got to at least score. Mm-hmm. But our defense got to step to the plate right now and say that they're not going to let that quarterback just run around in the pocket and do the things that he was doing. When have you seen, uh, you know, the quarterback just run around in the pocket on Georgia defense? This guy's running around, and he won the Heisman Trophy that night. I really think he won the Heisman Trophy that night. Such an uncharacteristic game all the way around from Georgia in that SEC championship game. It was their worst game of the year. Offense started turning the ball over when they got down. Defense just an absolute no-show, allowing over 300 yards of offense in the second quarter alone. And no sacks, no pressure against Bryce Young. And you said it. He won the Heisman Trophy that night. So obviously heading into this rematch, Bryce Young, that offensive line, The entire coaching staff at Alabama knows Georgia has one goal to get after Bryce Young, keep him in the pocket. And when they get pressure, bring him down. How do you think they scheme to really, you know, battle against that? Do they go out there and try to run the ball, which they didn't do in the SEC championship game? Do they do the quick game and short intermediate throws like they did in the SEC championship game? I'm just fascinated because we always talk so much about Georgia and then we ran it back in and go, well, Alabama has a pretty good team and a pretty good coaching staff as well. Well, Alabama does. They have a great team. But one of the things I think also, I think when Coach Saban got to be good at doing this, 
he can't let those guys think that George is easy. Yeah. Because, you know, those guys had a, you know, I hate to say they had an easy time, but those guys went out and they they really controlled that 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 football game. They controlled it. So sometimes you go into the next game thinking, oh, it's going to be like that. But I think the Georgia players, uh, like I said, uh, good athletes, they step to the plate when it's time. You get hit in the mouth, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to hit you back. And I think that's what Georgia's going to do, and I hope Alabama's going to be ready for it. And I, and I know it will be because they're so well coached. Coach Saban has been there so many times. And one thing about it, and I think people got to remember this, you know, uh, this team here, a lot of those players on this team here wasn't around during those other times at Alabama. Mm-hmm. So this is a new team. And, it, and the old team of Alabama, a lot of those players wasn't there when they came back and won the game. So uh, this is a new experience for a lot of those players on this team, on both teams. Well, hopefully we have to, uh, these kids have this feeling that I'm about to ask you the question about, Herschel. What does it feel like when you do win a national championship and how does your life change at that moment, especially in the state of Georgia? And and even maybe touch on just these kids with the NIL opportunities that they're going to have as well if you're a national championship winner. Well, you think about the the, the opportunities that they're going to have right now, you know, they can be paid. You know, you see the advertisement, you know, here in Atlanta, I see big Jordan Davis on billboards right now mm-hmm. and stuff. And I said, guys, you got to win a national championship. Just think what's going to happen. And then you beat the team like Alabama that beat you early. You know, your name is going to be on high. And that's mm-hmm. going to, go, uh, you know, right now, you know, you're going to continue to have a good recruiting because both teams are going to be able to recruit. But it's going to make a big statement for you. And most of all, it's going to make these guys become family, even closer. You know, I think they're going to become even closer because you had a, you had a journey at the beginning of the season. You know, out there in the hot sun, and you were working so hard, and you were complaining, but you complained together. Doing it together is what makes it work. And then you get into a game, you have a tough game like you had in the SEC championship game, but you had it together. It wasn't any individual that made the mistake that lost the game. We lost it as a team. But right now, we got a chance to go out and redeem ourselves, a second chance. And we go out and do that as a team. That means a lot. I think it means a great deal to not as an individual, but it means a lot as a team. Yeah, that's a fascinating comment. You know, you do become family. Obviously, look at somebody like Herschel when he comes back into Athens for a multitude of reasons, but being a national champion, anybody on that 1980 team, uh, they get the red carpet deservedly. Uh, I'll liken it to my dad who played for the 1985 Chicago Bears. Go up to Chicago with anybody from that 85 Bears team. It's crazy. I mean, everybody idolizes them. And loves them. Think about those Boston Red Sox teams who ended the curse. Those guys go to Boston and it's like, you guys are welcome here forever. It's awesome that Georgia and the student athletes on this specific team have that opportunity to create that legacy. And then Aaron, like you said, the first national championship winning team ever in the new NIL era, like sky's the limit. And and I think it's really cool when you're talking about companies like icon source or the players lounge where players can go to and say, Hey, this is where you can find me. I'm available for business because I want to leverage and take advantage yes. of this new age of college football. All right, Herschel, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but we're not going to let you out of here without a prediction. Monday Uh-oh, here night, we go. Indianapolis, Indiana, number three, Georgia, number one, Alabama, the rematch. What's going to happen? Who's going to win? What's the score going to be? Well, I, I, I think, and I, I think it'll be a, it'll be a tight score, but I think Alabama is going to win because of that defense. And I say, I think it's going to be 24, 21. Alabama or Georgia? Georgia. Oh, okay. Georgia. Okay. Georgia's yeah, you win. said Alabama. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's just going to be a, it's going to be a close game. I think, like I said, both defense got to play, but I think this defense here 
Uh, I think they were embarrassed the last time, and I think they're going to totally step to the plate, and they're going to be ready to play. I like totally it. agree, Aaron. I'm right I there with you. I, like, yeah. I think I think it's the games in the 20s too, Drew. I do, and we'll give our score prediction at the end of the show. But I may be stealing Herschel's or somewhere around the ballpark. I'll, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll admit it right now. Well, Herschel, man, uh, if you do go to Indianapolis, we look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody can find Herschel on social media at Herschel Walker. He's the GOAT, number 34, Heisman Trophy winning running back, national champion, should be and will be a Pro Football Hall of Famer here pretty soon. So, Herschel, thanks so much for joining us on Punt and Pass. Have an awesome weekend and go dogs. Hey, thank you, now. God bless you guys. Aaron, so awesome to have Herschel Walker join the podcast. Special shout out to his press secretary, or I think campaign director. I don't know, but she's just an all, all around rock star. Mallory Blunt, a damn good dog as well. Mallory, thank you so much for setting that up. And thank you to Herschel for joining Punt and Pass, our first Heisman Trophy winner, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Hey, this episode's presented by Prize Picks. So let's dive into Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. You can do cross sport entries, you can 10X your entry. Can win a ton of dough. Prize picks is the best. Let's look at this national championship game slate. It's out right now. So you can go ahead and beat the number if you like something specific. Let's start with the quarterbacks. These numbers are pretty fascinating here. Bryce Young, 311 and a half passing yards. Stetson Under. Bennett, 254 and a half passing yards. Uh, I'm oh, I'm gonna go under for both of them, Drew. Okay. Wow. I I, I think this is gonna be a a defensive struggle i guess that defense is not struggling offensive struggle whatever yeah, the yeah. right wording is for it but defenses are going to have their way a little bit in my opinion so i'm going to go under for the quarterbacks okay um i will go under for bryce young 311 and a half passing yards and i'll go over for stetson i think there's a chunk play somewhere in there for stetson um i think Georgia does get some success running the ball, which then opens up the pass game. I think George Pickens could get involved. I'll go over 254 and a half, and it'll be right around the number. He'll be like 257 or 260. I'm not saying he's going to throw for 350, but I'll go over for Stetson. Throw, imagine Stetson throws for like 350, three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the fan base would explode. Like their heads would I, I, collectively explode. So I said this the other day on my uh, my series show. I want to be Stetson Bennett in the Stetson Bennett movie. I think I could play the role. Drew. Could I not be Stetson? I saw Bennett? you rocking that Butler 13 Jersey yesterday on social media. But you I'm look saying pretty good though, in the like, one could three. I not be Stetson Bennett? You absolutely could. In the Stetson Bennett movie. We have to get, you have to lose a little bit of weight. Like not, I'm not I calling can, you fat. You just need to, you need to slender no, you down. I know. I, know. I, I, I agree. And I, I personally need to slim down anyway. So that's fine. But I could do it. So I'm, I'm going to throw my name out there for Hollywood that like your that. boy over here should, should be it well, because like sense. Kurt Warner, the actor that's playing Kurt Warner, man, my man can't even throw a football. It yeah, looks awful. I'm like, it's so bad. Like, you know, at least, at least it's realistic. You got, you know, that former quarterback playing it, that guy can actually go out there and throw a football. So come on. I totally agree. Hollywood. I, let's make it happen. I totally agree. All right. Let's go to rushing yards. Brian Robinson. Alabama's running back 77 and a half rushing yards. Zeus white, 46 and a half. James Cook. 40 and a half. What do you think? Uh, I will go. I'll actually go over both Georgia guys, and I'm going to go under with, with Robinson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm starting to sense where Aaron is going to go with our game prediction here in just a little bit. I will go under Brian Robinson as well. 
I will go under Zamir White, 46 and a half. I will go over James Cook. Georgia has to get James Cook involved in this game. They have to. And you know Alabama will be expecting it, but James is the type of dynamic player where you throw it to him out of the backfield, you have him do one of those angle routes, beat a linebacker in the second level, and then you start running him. Get him on the outside. Do those zone schemes. Let him shine in this football game. I'll go over 40 and a half rushing yards. How about these? I like these two props, okay? Rushing yards. Bryce Young, 12 and a half. Stetson Bennett, 10 and a half. Remember, in college football, sacks count against quarterbacks rushing yards. God, that's a tough one right there. Uh, I'm going to go under Bryce. I think Georgia, they're going to turn the heat up, man. They're going to have to. I think you get... I think you'll see three sacks in this game by Georgia. I hope so. So that's about minus. Put my fan hat on. I hope so. Yeah, that's about like minus, what, 20 yards right there. So he's already in the negative. So I'll go under Bryce with the rushing, and I'll go over Stetson. I think Stetson had opportunities in that first game he didn't take advantage of. Yep. I don't think he lets that slip by this game. All right, receiving yards. I'm going to throw two top guys out here. Jamison Williams, 102 and a half. That is a high number. And Brock Bowers, 70 and a half. I'm going to go under Brock. Okay. I'll go under Brock. Bracket him, double him. Yeah, I think think they're like – it's the same thing, in my opinion, what they're going to try to do, Georgia, for Jamison. They're like, all right, let's – we have to stop Jamison, and we'll see if there's anyone else that can beat you. And that's what I would do if I'm Bama. Let's stop Brock Bowers. And you know how I feel about the receivers for Georgia, and we'll see if one of these guys can beat us. So it's going to be – you know, Georgia will get creative. You know, they'll give Bowers, like, quick screens, and he'll get five, six, seven yards in a cloud of dust and and some of those bubbles. But you know Alabama's saying right now, we don't think Georgia's good on the outside. If we stop Bowers, what what can they do? Yeah, yeah. Under Brock Bowers, Murray says, 70-and-a-half. Jamison Williams, 102-and-a-half receiving yards. I'll go under two. I said the same thing. There's going to be, to me, defensive game. And those are the two guys you like priority one. If we want to win this game, we have to slow down Bowers. We have to slow down Jamison. So I'm going to go under Jamison. I think Mechie being out is a huge loss for Alabama. And mm -hmm. I think Coach Lanning and Kirby Smart are scheming up to make sure they can keep him at bay. And I'll go over for Brock. I mean, you saw it in the SEC championship game. You could triple this dude. He's still going to go up there and moss guys, get the ball. And Stetson's not afraid to throw it to him, which could be a little bit troublesome. But I think he is a consistent drip in this game. And I think, and I hope, again, put my fan hat on, I hope that Georgia can run the ball, open up play action, open up this playbook to where the defense is really having to respect all aspects of Georgia's attack. Prize picks, huge weekend on prize picks. The board is stocked full with Alabama and Georgia options. Head on over to prizepicks.com, download the prize picks app, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Here is the slate for the national championship game. Bryce Young, 311 and a half passing yards. Aaron and I both say under. Stetson Bennett, 254 and a half passing yards. I say over. Aaron says under. Brian Robinson, Alabama running back, 77 and a half rushing yards. Aaron and I say under. Zamir White, 46 and a half rushing yards. Aaron says over. I say under. James Cook, 40 and a half rushing yards. Aaron and I both say over. Jamison Williams, 102 and a half receiving yards. Aaron and I both say under. Brock Bowers, 70 and a half receiving yards. Aaron says under. I say over. Pricepicks.com. Download the Pricepicks app. Use that promo code PUNT. All right, dude. Hay is in the barn. Uh, I just got some scoop from my insider. The team leaves later on this afternoon to head in. 
to Georgia heading up to Indianapolis this afternoon, which I think is good. Hey, get up there, get into your routine. You're saying Obviously, Georgia does. Georgia yeah. does head up. When, yeah. when do you know when Bama's heading up? I would assume if Georgia's going, I would think I'm Bama's going to be today as right. well. Number three versus number one, Georgia versus Alabama in Indianapolis. Right now, Ooh. Georgia is a three or a two and a half point favorite. It keeps going up and down. It seems like that's where it's going to be locked in right at kickoff. The total. Have you tried to lock in at two and a half, half yet, Drew? Have I haven't locked it in yet at two and a half. You know, I will be very emotional. Monday afternoon, and I'll probably wait until the last second, which means I get the worst number. Um, and that's just because I love self-sabotage. But Georgia, three, two and a half point favorite. You asked me yesterday on SEC. I don't think it's going to go over three, though. Like, no, you don't think. No, I think, no. I think I'm, I'm with you. Too much I thought three is a good number. Yeah. Three, you said it to me on the radio yesterday uh, with Jacob Hester on SEC Radio. You were like, is three the right number? Georgia minus three the right number. And I said, well, here's the thing. Three is the right number either way. Yes. Alabama could be a three-point favorite, and everybody would be saying the same thing, but Vegas would not make Alabama a three-and-a-half-point favorite, just no. like Vegas is not going to make Georgia a three-and-a-half-point favorite because everybody would take Alabama with more than a field goal. And two-and-a-half is interesting because you're not seeing as much buyback with Georgia laying less than a field goal. So, you know, they're getting tons of even money. Um, but you, I look around social media, and a lot of people are still picking Alabama. Like, a lot of people are like, I can't pick against Alabama. Like, like. Saw what's happened. I, they I win mean, these games. Yep. I can't pick against Alabama. So, and I can't blame them for that. Yeah, of I mean, not. listen, I, I, if I wasn't a Georgia fan, I, you know, it'd be hard for me to pick against Alabama too. I mean, what, what, what tells you, honestly, like, what tells you that Georgia's going to win this football game? Like, they haven't been Alabama in six, what, six trade tries. They just got whooped by double digits a month ago. Like, what sane person would say, that Alabama is going to lose this football game. Okay, look, I, I will be as subjective and objective as possible. Recent history in these types of rematches, when the teams are so evenly matched, it's not like Georgia sucks, right? It's not like Georgia went eight and four in a bad SEC East, although the SEC East was pretty bad this year. Georgia's very good. Look on paper. I know you throw paper out in matchups like this. Look at the common opponents. Yeah, I bit the bullet on that one leading into the SEC championship game, and it didn't matter whatsoever. But Georgia is a very good football team. And when you have that revenge and that focus, it's it's dangerous. I liken it back to the 1997 national championship game. Florida State pounded Florida at the end of the regular season. Danny Warfel and Steve Spurrier going to the Sugar Bowl and absolutely annihilate Florida State for the national championship. Look at what happened in the 2012 BCS national championship game. LSU beat Alabama in the regular season. They rematch in the national championship. Alabama takes care of business convincingly. I think this is more like an NFL divisional rivalry matchup, meaning in the NFL, oftentimes two division opponents play each other with a lot of playoff implications twice in a four-week span. And it is really, really hard when you have that type of scouting, when they're that fresh on your mind, when you just played them to beat a team twice in a row when you're evenly matched, when there's a lot on the line. Herschel said it best. Georgia had nothing to lose in the SEC championship game. Alabama had everything to lose. And you saw it clear as day. I think this falls into one person's hands, Aaron. And I think if you see a confident, a cool, a collected Kirby Smart on Monday night. You better go. Here we go. Georgia is about to be ready to roll. If you see a guy who in the first quarter is kind of 
sketching out and he's freaking out and he's red faced and he's screaming. I know that's his kind of, but that's who he is though. But but I think, I think he has to go in there with the confidence of his team to say, guys, we got a game plan. We're going to execute. It's exactly what Georgia did against Michigan. They were like, we know the game plan. We're going to execute, play fast, play loose and go out there and dominate. Now they're not going to dominate Alabama, but they better have the confidence to say we can get across the finish line. Yeah. I just, you know, to me, I, 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 I know you said they didn't have anything to lose, and Herschel said that heading into the game in Atlanta, but I do think they had a sense of confidence that, hey, we are better than them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you walk out of that stadium in Atlanta, and you're like, wow, like, how wrong were we? Because it wasn't a close game. No, it's not like, damn, no. what's that? I said, God, no, it wasn't close. No, that's what I'm out. saying, though. Yeah. It, it's not like we walk out like, man, like, we still we're think here. we're better than them. Like, we just missed a couple yeah. plays. Like, yeah. no, you got spanked. Yeah. It's like me saying when I was like, you know, I don't know, 12 years old and my brother's 18 and we go play pickup basketball. I'm like, man, I'm better than Josh. I'm going to go beat him. And he puts up, you know, he beats me by, you know, 20 points at a pickup game in the backyard. Then it's like, okay, he's still big brother. And and yeah, he's that much better than me. So I, I, and I've, I said it then too. And I think I said it either before or during when we're talking to Herschel, this team does believe they are better than I think they believe they're saying the right stuff. Yeah. But deep down inside, do they truly believe after you just got smacked by this team a month ago? Do you like you have they have to be questioning their ability just a little bit? You made it. And that's what and that's what Alabama feeds on. They feed on your fears. And right now there is a question in Georgia's mind. Are we like we think we are, but are we? You just brought up the best real life comparison possible. You said it was like your brother, Josh. Hey, Josh, now's the time. I'm going to go out there and whoop on you in basketball. Josh goes, okay, you think so? All right, come out here. And he whoops you by 20, right? I would liken it to my dad on the golf course. Hey, dad, let's go play golf. I'm feeling pretty good. I've been playing well all week. I'm about to take you down. And what would happen? Oftentimes, dad would birdie the last couple of holes. I'd lose some cash to him, and I'd still be broken down, battered, and bruised. But what happens? One day. Yeah, there's that one day. one day where when it does happen and you do get over the finish line, the script flips. My dad can't beat me in golf now if I give him 40 shots aside. I'm the man, and he knows that. Josh can't beat you in basketball. He's like 45 years old. His knees are broken down. Yeah, but you're, you're like, Alabama ain't getting older, and they're just getting – What I'm saying is I it know. can't last forever, okay? It can't last forever. And me specifically, like personally, I have to live with it. I have to live with it. I mean – Look who's walking in now. I mean, what do you think? It's Alabama week. I am a big fat loser in my household. And uh, Miss oh, Jackie she's got the Bama mug. She's that is one mug. That is one ugly mug with the. Look at uh, this. That is this an shit. ugly ass mug. <laughs> is right. it though? Oh my god! Winners aren't ugly. So I just threw it on the ground. Uh, it did not break. Good but there was a coffee in it. So this is this is funny because you know when we had this talk. Jackie, before the SC championship game, you were, you know, you're a little quiet, like, I was, eh, I, don't I, feel, was, I was, you came stomping. Like I heard you from across the room. I'm sure, you did. I'm sure you did. It feels different. Just, I have to live with really this. Does. It feels different. You know, you this mentioned is, last time we spoke, there's a confidence with Alabama fans and specifically mm. female Alabama fans. And like you said, last time I was one, I was like, eh, I don't know. I hope we pull through them this time, guys. I mean, we're only talking a few weeks later. I, I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm, I am less confident right now than I was obviously heading. Like I was talking some crap. I was like, man, you better Georgia you fans walk in here. You oh. better walk in chest pumped up, ready to go. 
And now, like, I, I may be limping into to Lucas Oil a little bit. I, You know what? I, I hear you, but quite frankly, I just don't really care about this game. I mean, oh, who cares? Like, it. it'll happen again. It's like, I just... You know what? Like, forget about it. It's, foot- it's only football. And college football is pretty stupid if you really think about it on the whole for Aaron. Sure. Yeah, it's, sure. it's It's unbelievable. Like, guys just running into each other. Football in general. Like, what, what yeah. do we do yeah. here? It's a terrible no, game. Terrible it's game. Awful. No one cares. All right, well, it's give really us. It's funny, though, how, yeah, go ahead. like, I mean, y'all's demeanors, as well as mine, have completely flipped from what <laughs> we just got uh, our asses kicked. What do you expect? But it is funny. So my whole thing is, I honestly don't know if Kirby can allow and handle to lose to Alabama, basically back-to-back games minus one, you know, one game in between it. But with that said, it's not up to Kirby and Saban has Kirby's number. So I honestly don't know that it's hard for me to visualize us winning in the same season, SEC, and then Natty against y'all both times. See, they set it up just like we were trying to before the SEC championship. I can't imagine it. I don't know. I don't know, guys. What's but, what's uh, a, what's a, what's the score prediction then? What what are you uh, feeling? Be honest. Don't don't be soft. Don't be gentle. You know, you can have some confidence right now. What do you yeah, got? I mean, come on, Alabama by fourteen points. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the real. I mean, that's her. You asked for her real thought process, and there. I don't know. I don't know. But this will be the first time in history of our marriage that we're not watching the game together. Yeah, I'll be up in Indy working. That's uh, what we needed. We exactly. needed butlers we to be separate. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. That was the long con that you had. You were like, hey, let's do this. And then, you know, Jackie couldn't come. She's got to be here with the family. Yeah. And um, I get to go up there alone. So maybe that's it. Maybe we'll, that's we'll it. We'll see what happens. Jackie, if you, want, if you want to watch it with Sharon, you know, you guys to. can have a little little girl's time with the little ones. To. We can yes. maybe make that happen. Well, no matter what, y'all are some... What's the saying? Damn good dogs. Yes, that's correct. Thank Is you. Is that Angela. what one says? Yes, that's that's it. So there you I'm go. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. Drinks are on Drew and Icon Source before the game. Yeah, so. buddy, come see us. Stadium Tavern, Indianapolis, Indiana. All right, the We've girls are coming girls. in. I gotta go. Love Bye you, Jackie. Guys, shout out to more damn good dogs. Yeah. Am I allowed to? Destin Hill. Yeah, Destin Hill. <laughs> I should appreciate him. Yeah. I Thank you, Doctor Hill, for helping Jackie this week. We had a little injury at home. I got a new piece on She's my got the cast. not from Solomon oh. Brothers, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, Destin Hill's a damn good duck. So y'all three are my top three this week. And, All righty. Um, I'll let you, I'll leave it to your imagination. Who's number one, number two, and number three. All right. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Love you. Love you. All right. Well, you know, that's the, the party in the Butler household at all times. <laughs> Friday morning. It is a party. Thank you, Jackie. Love you. Well, time to give our predictions. Um, she did say it back. She said, what are the back. girls wearing, Drew, by the way? Like, do they rock Bama or do they walk Georgia? You know, like, They'll, so like Friday morning, Jackie will dress them up in a Bama deal and send pictures out. And then game time, of course, they're rocking Georgia gear. Come on now. Come on now. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. Now <laughs> if that I'm I'm home, him, I mean, Jackie, Jackie now runs the household. I, I mean, if I was here, I'd be like, hell no, they ain't touching Georgia gear. <laughs> you know, the more I've talked about this game, the more confused I get. I don't know what's up or what's down. I don't know what's left or what's right. I've been burning sage in my house. Uh, I have Joe Boo out, just like Serrano does in Major League. I'm, I'm saying prayers. I'm putting out good vibes into the world, just saying, like, point me in the right direction. What are we going to do? I, Aaron, I don't if, – if, if Georgia loses on Monday, I'm oh. coming back home with you, and I'm sleeping at your house. I can't come back home to that. I can't do it. We got I can't room, show up. We got room for you if you need it. Come on. We, Here's we'll- the thing. It's time. Like, call me an analyst, call me a loser, call me a punter who doesn't know anything about football. Simply put, it's time. Georgia has the dogs. Georgia has the history around what I just said when it comes to rematches, when it comes to divisional opponents. Georgia got whooped up on 37 days ago. Georgia knows what it takes. They just got their confidence back against Michigan. 
Georgia and Kirby Smart have a neutral thinking mindset. Hey, let's accept it for what it was. We got our asses kicked, all right? It mm-hmm. is what it is. Let's learn from it and move forward, okay? Negative thinking is terrible. Positive thinking sometimes can be toxic as well. A neutral mindset is what they need. It is what it is. It happened. They put it behind them in the Orange Bowl. Now they're moving f- towards Indianapolis. I think the defense gets three to four sacks. I think there is a turnover in there, which could maybe be some points. God, that'd be huge. And I think Stetson is a great game. Yep. James Cook is the X factor. Nolan Smith is my X factor on defense. Man, it's going to be close. I cannot wait to be with you in Indy. Georgia 31, Alabama 30. That's my score prediction. Woo-wee. And, um, and I will be, I mean, my heart rate will be 180 BPM. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm super excited for this one. I think it's going to come down to the end. Uh, I, I, I do worry. Like, I, I don't want this game in the third. If I'm a Georgia fan, you do not want this game to get in the 30s. No chance. You don't. You do not want this to get in there. I, I, advantage goes way up for Alabama. If you're talking about a mid-30s to high-30s type ball game, I think for Georgia, goal is got to keep it in the 20s. Okay. You got to win. I think the game has to be somewhere in that 27-24. That's where I'm going to go with. Uh, somewhere in that that area right now, and I feel good about Georgia winning. I agree. I think Stetson's more than ready to go. Uh, I think when you go back and watch, and I've watched it a few times this week, go watch the, the SC Championship game. It was to me, it was more mental mistakes than physical mistakes. Like, it wasn't like, oh my god, Georgia's got their just butt beat and just yeah. manhandled. It was more like, man, those are just guys. Like I said to Herschel, guys just doing more than they think they had to in order to win the football game. So I think there are easy corrections that could be made for Georgia to, to eliminate, especially some of the big explosive plays that Jameson was able to create. Um, so I like dogs in a close one defensive battle, 27-24. There you have it. I think it's going to be close. Obviously, it can go either way, but it's time. It's time. Neutral site, rematch. I think the correct amount of time is 37 days, Aaron, since Georgia got their butts whooped in that SEC championship game. And this team – they're ready. So will Alabama. Alabama will be ready as well, but I think Georgia squeaks it out finally. Well, it's unbelievable. Obviously, we'll be back uh, mid-next week after the national championship game. Aaron and I will be together up in Indianapolis. Check out our social media pages at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray, uh, puntandpass.com. I'm sure we'll cut a couple of videos up there, Aaron. We'll let everybody know how we're feeling. Come see us, Stadium Tavern. We'll be out in the shadows of Lucas Oil Stadium. Icon Source is having a huge tailgate, which will be a blast. Um, and this episode was presented by Price Picks. We've been talking about Price Picks because it's the best. They are our OG partners. They've been with us for years and years. Download the Price Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Cross sport entries. You can 10x your winnings. Single stat props. Fantasy score props. So much action this weekend, weekend which means it is a great weekend for you. PricePicks.com. Download the Price Picks app. Anything on the way out, brother? Man, I'm just pumped. I'm excited. Leaving too, Sunday, dude. got the jacket ready to go and uh, long johns and all what that. What are you wearing? Stuff. What's the attire? I know you were thinking about the 13 jersey, but you had to put that to the wayside. Yeah, the 13 jersey did not fit your boy, so we're not wearing that. I got just a, a game sweet... day polo. What do we got? No, 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 no. I got a badass oh, players, players lounge, lounge hoodie. hoodie that I'll be rocking with one of our avatars. How did you get that? I want one. Do you want, will you wear it? I can get you one. I thought you'd be an icon source. Though. No, I got, I mean, look, whatever. A buddy of a, 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 a merchant guy in, in actually Nashville called oh, cool. uh, 
named Chase. He's he's helping us with some merch right now. And I was like, man, I just need something for this game. And I, I got polos now, but I'm like, I, it's gonna be freaking freezing. Give me a yeah. sweatshirt. So love it. They're badass. They look sweet. Love it, dude. Come see us in Indy, please. Again, at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray on social media, puntandpass.com. We will talk to you next Tuesday or Wednesday. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.